Okay. What is up, everybody? You are checking out the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host and longest reigning WWE pay-per-view champion, the Hot Commodity Ant C, joined by my good friend and co-host. Introduce yourself. I'm Chris. Here to talk about SmackDown. Nothing really happened too much. Decent show. Uh, the only thing I cared about was the build-up to the uh, Roman Triple Four. Or, fuck, I can't speak. Triple Four. The Roman's Fatal Four-Way match. Yeah, that that lead-up build-up has been pretty decent. Um, we'll be covering that. My hot commodity. I don't think it should be one-on-one between Orton, but... I don't make the calls, right? No, I mean, I still think it should be one-on-one, too. But I wonder, like, why they switched it up. Maybe to make Orton still look good. But, I mean, I really don't see why they couldn't just make it Orton. Well, there's a lot of people in the Rumble, too. So, I feel like we're only one person can – one or two people can look good from the Rumble. They kind of put it on the main event, too. Okay. Well, we're covering WWE Friday Night SmackDown from January 19, 2024, live in Atlanta, Georgia. And we start out with Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Jimmy Uso all arriving backstage with Paul Heyman. Roman says, I'm here to make it right. Roman leaves. And then Solo says, I'll fix it. I'll fix everything. Um, so obviously Roman's not happy about this fatal four-way match. Also, sorry to interrupt you. This was the first time Solo's like talked and stepped up. So I think this is the beginning of the turn of Solo's possibly. Like he's finally like talking and doing. My wife dresses me. I don't know if I care though. I didn't say it was important, important, but no, I'm saying no. What I'm saying is like even with him talking, like I think he. So here we are. I feel like this bloodline gimmick has gone long, like way too long, and I don't care about the people in it anymore. Um, so we have SmackDown general manager Nick Aldis in the ring with the contracts. AJ Styles comes out and signs it. Um, LA Knight and Randy Orton all sign it, and then Roman Reigns comes out with Paul Heyman. Paul says, Your tribal chief and I just arrived. We haven't had a chance to submit the contract to an attorney or even the wise man getting eyes on the agreement. Roman Reigns will not sign that contract this evening. So, all this says, just so we're clear, Roman Reigns is not signing. Well, that's absolutely fine. I'll make it a three day. For the vacant world championship. Paul then walks to the ring and Paul says, There is no way you can sell this to your tribal chief who calls the shot. He should defend in a one on one match. LA Knight says, Will you shut the hell up? I had Roman pinned at Crown Jewel, but his cross eyed cousin saved him. This should be my rematch, but Johnny Come Lately shows up. And then AJ, AJ Styles interrupts and says, the bloodline tried to end my career and you walked over my body to get a match and you lost. You're lucky you're even in this fatal four-way. LA says, you should watch You should watch the bass in your voice when you talk to me. AJ says, we're fighting each other tonight. And LA says, tonight, he goes, I walk in the Royal Rumble, pin Roman Reigns, walk out champion. This time, it won't be the bloodline to leave you laying. It will be me. Um... The one who got everyone saying L.A. night. And then with that, L.A. and AJ Styles brawl up the ramp. They're separated but continue fighting. 
And then Orton grabs Paul Heyman's tie and Orton says, this won't work because I'm going to drop and beat Solo. After I do that, I'm going to reintroduce Roman Reigns to the most dangerous letters in wrestling, RKO. So to open up SmackDown, we really didn't get much from this aside from LA Knight and AJ Styles um, arguing. But what did you think of this? I thought this was good. I thought this was good. I mean, they they haven't, in my opinion, I know people are going to be like, what? In my opinion, they still haven't done enough to get me fully invested in this match. I still think it would have been a better job if it was just Roman and Randy. Um, But this was okay. I, uh, with these three guys teaming up, it, it just makes no sense because they're all supposed to go against each other. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I think the problem with these matches... I'm just not fully invested since they made it a fatal four-way. Yeah, I think most wrestling fans, well, young wrestling fans or some wrestling fans will hear fatal four-way and be like, oh my god, I'm so scared for the champion. But when I hear fatal four-ways, or triple threats, or anything like that, I think champion's not going to win because somebody else is going to get the victory. So, also, with the amount of momentum Roman has, we know he's not going to lose. So, he's got to go to WrestleMania. So, yeah, it's like, unless they do a great situation. Which is why I've never been a fan of Rumble title defenses at the Rumble. I've never been a fan of it. I've never been a fan of it. But, like, okay, like, back in the day, though, like, when it was normal where, like, they weren't having champions for three fucking years at a time, like, it was okay because you knew, all right, this one might lose. But you know Roman's not losing. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, and so it's just, that's the problem when you have a champion for a long time. It's that it it almost loses credibility in the other competitors because he's been champion for so long. I don't think we're... I think the next time we all sit down, watch a wrestling show, and be like, oh, my God, is Roman Reigns actually going to lose? It's going to be WrestleMania 40. Yeah. If it's against I... Cody Rhodes. If it's against Cody Rhodes. Okay. What were you going to say? Um, I think that Roman and Rock could still happen without the title, and this could be a way for someone else to get the title with Roman not losing. Yeah, but they're not gonna like my whole point of this is like think about it again. Twenty nineteen or I'm sorry, twenty twenty to twenty twenty four just to lose at the Royal Rumble. They're not they're not you know, they're not gonna do that. If it was one year, maybe, but the significance, the yeah, history yeah. of it. But let's move on. Our first match, we have Legado Del Fantasma taking on the LWO with Zelina Vega. Um, and in this match, we see Legado Del Fantasma drop Joaquin, which is, I'm sorry, the new Legado Del Fantasma is Angel and Umberto and Santos. So Legado dropped Joaquin Wild onto Santos's knee. Escobar nails a back suplex and gets a two count. Umberto nails a springboard kick to Carlito. And um, Del Toro lands a diving headbutt. But the end comes when Carlito hits Umberto with a backstabber. But Escobar rolls up Carlito. 
to get a three count for Legato. Um, we do know that next week, or I'm sorry, this Friday on SmackDown, we will get Carlito and Escobar in a one-on-one match. But what were your thoughts on this six-man tag match here? I'm always going to love the Hispanics and whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. But where is this going? Wait. Did I just get Impact Wrestling? Um. Anyway, this isn't going anywhere. Where is this going? That's my only complaint about this. Because, again, I'm a big fan of my Hispanic culture and what they do storyline-wise. And they have good guys. I like Santos ever since he's been healed. And Carlito's always good. But where is this shit going? They're doing the same bullshit every week. I think they're waiting for Ray to come back. And uh, I think Ray and Santos meet at the Royal Rumble. Okay, I can see that happening. I just, I agree with you. Like, oh my god, no way! I get, I had the TMA channel. <gasps> I thought for a while that when Rhea and Dominic break up, Dominic was gonna turn face and like take over LWO, and Ray would retire. But they kind of like the LWO just kind of faded out so i don't really see that happen yeah um and they're not unfortunately they're not being booked as a real top threat like the judgment day so you kind of feel like you know what's going on but i do wish to be honest i know we talked about this with our past recaps about the number of matches on the rumble I don't like that they're like, okay, on SmackDown, you're getting Carlito versus Santos, and you're getting this. It's like, just give it to us at the pay-per-view. Like, I mm-hmm. I, I, just, I, just feel like they're making these wrestlers not as important as they can or should be. But mm-hmm. um, our next match, we have Pretty Deadly taking on Tyler Bate and the return of the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. I popped when he came out as the bruiser weight because that's his best. Um, I feel like that's his best gimmick for him. Uh, we'll talk about Bobby Lashley shows up in a minute, but we'll talk about the match first. Um, pretty deadly nail a clothesline. Or I'm sorry. Pete Dunne nails a clothesline to Kit, Will, Kip Wilson. He stomps on Kip's fingers and pulls them back. Um, Bate nails an airplane spin. Um, and then Dunn nails a snap German. And the end comes after Pete nails a bitter end to Elton Prince. What did you think? I mean, for weeks we've been seeing pretty deadly attack, Butch. But what do you think about Pete Dunn being back now and this gimmick? I'm really shocked about the lack of pop that he got. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have been waiting for this for how fucking long, guys? Sorry, I'm down here. My shit's charging. My iPad's charging. But for you, Atlanta, you should have popped hard for Pete. I mean, they should have, but, I mean, it's good. Now get him the fuck off the tag team. Put him by yeah. himself. Yeah. See, I just, like, to be honest, Christian, I feel like this year needs to be the year where we see the long-range champions drop their titles because, like, yeah. I would like to see Pete Dunn become Intercontinental Champion, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, like, I've or even Sheamus coming back to win that title. You know, like I'm just tired of seeing the same people with the belt. But speaking of new stuff, 
Bobby Lashley and Street Profits give a promo about the final testament. And Lashley says, when we find you, we'll show you what real intimidation looks like. Uh, we kind of crapped on these two teams. So we'll move on from that. Uh, we get the Kevin Owens show with WWE United States champion Logan Paul. And Kevin says, I can't believe I'm saying this, but welcome Logan Paul to the ring. Logan comes out and Logan says, why would I want to come on this junkie show? I am the show. I owe you a proper thank you. You're the reason I'm in WWE. Three years ago, you embarrassed me in front of 70,000 people. You hit me with a stunner and all these people cheered. That moment I realized I had to prove to you and my everyone I belong here. Kevin says, I got to be honest. I barely remember doing that. You would remember that because I've been doing this for 25 years. You're just one of the many I stunned. You weren't just another celebrity guest, though. You became way better than anyone would have thought. You're not one of us, though. And Logan says, thank God, I'm one of one. You're just you. Kevin says, well, I don't know what any of that meant. I heard what you think about me. There's a lot I can't talk about. You are protected and sheltered. See, you came here. You were offered tools. You used them and became a champion. As far as I'm concerned, that is a joke. I'm putting on an end, I'm putting an end to it at the Royal Rumble. And then Paul says, your arm is protected. The only reason you knocked me out is because of that cast. I knocked out everyone. It's only it's only gonna take me one to to see you knock to knock you out. Kevin says, I can take more punishment and get back up. There isn't a punch you can throw that will keep me out for three seconds. I'm not gonna have this cast on. And then as he talks, Logan punches Kevin Owens, but Kevin gets up. Um, however, Logan slams Kevin's hand into the steps, and that cast is a disadvantage to Kevin Owens. What do you think of this promo, though? I really liked how Kevin... I did, too. I want them to make it uh, fault, like Noel's bar. I really enjoyed this promo. Um, this was... See, SmackDown, in my opinion, has been lacking. Mm-hmm. Um... Even the whole blood, even the whole uh, Roman Reigns thing isn't really appealing. But this was great. I mean, Kevin Owens. My problem with him was the whole screaming into the microphone, like oh, 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 oh. He stopped doing that a little more, which made this promo good. He actually spoke clearly. Um, but I, I'm excited for their match. It, this match is one of the only matches besides the Rumbles, obviously, that have me curious who the fuck's actually going to win. Are they going to... I hope... Look, I've never been the biggest Kevin Owen guy, but damn it, I hope they give the fucking belt back on a full-time wrestler. Holy I shit. agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, Especially the Rumble not out or out for until me. I agree. And said that, you know, like he made his point. He won the title. Um, and I think at some point it's like he doesn't need to be a champion to be relevant, Logan Paul. But speaking of championships, I we both hate on the women's tag division. So I'm going to rush through this quickly. The women's tag champions, Kaden. I watch women's wrestling from ass and tits. For what? Ass and tits. Oh, I hate you. Goodbye. That's well, you're not getting a lot of that with kind of chance. I only watch I only watch women's wrestling to see ass and tits. Well, listen, man. Unless it's Charlotte Bianca, Becky, or Rhea. Okay. Then I have to watch for their work. But they're all hot as fuck, too. 
And Bailey, because Bailey's not Bailey. Like, Bailey's got no. Bailey's really sexy. Good. Oh Bailey's my god. Got, Bailey's got an ass. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> now that we've upset all the women listeners, who I, I highly doubt there's a lot out there, but uh, the women's sack champions, Caden Carter and Gataya Chance, take it on the unholy, unholy union, which is Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, and we see Damage Control are at ringside, and Bailey is on commentary. Uh, this is a very quick match. Uh, they. Carter and Caden land a keg stand and they retain the titles. However, after the match, the Kabuki Warriors dance with the titles. And they, they are they winning that championship back. tomorrow. That, yep, tomorrow the tag titles online. Caden and Katana against the win. Kabuki Warriors. Now, my question for you, not even about the match, but um, what if the Kabuki Warriors don't win? Do you think this could be the beginning of the end of Bailey? Because maybe Bailey might cross them by accident. And then they're going into the Royal Rumble on Saturday. Yeah. Well, I think that the beginning of the end of Bailey already happened, but it it could. But I think there it needs to lead up to the tease of Bailey's dream of them having every women's title. Yeah, but then... I think I don't know. I think the. <sighs> I mean, this is why I've always been my problem. Even with Asuka as world champion, we don't get anything. We get her yelling in China, in Japanese. I mean, what are the Kabuki Warriors going to get this championship for? To rub it in Bailey's face? I mean, they, they need to make these championships something. I've been saying this for years at this point. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I can't. When is it? When are they going to realize that hey, these these belts aren't meaning anything? These, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it would do them any good. They're already the hottest women's faction, even though there's not fucking many. That's why they are. Um, I just, I don't know. If Bailey wins the Rumble, it's a, it, it'd be a really big. Fuck you to damage control. And it, I won't feel as bad if she gets turned on. I won't. Because she's projected to win. A lot of people think she Yeah, I, I will. Because I think with that, if the way the storyline seems to go, it would be the only way that would make sense for EO to even agree to fight Bailey, right? Like, if, if EO has no chance, has no chance of saying no, you know? Like, if Bailey doesn't win the Rumble then EO can basically be like, I don't want to defend my title against you. You know, whereas if and Bailey wins... Something with EO. She doesn't do I know, well, that's kind of what Christian was saying. Like, a lot of them, the problem is the, the language barrier. They can only really show what they can do in the ring, and it's hard when, you know, they... But, again, I do think there is room for that. Think about all of the other Asian, you know, wrestlers that wrestle in Japan, and it translates well over. It's just... Um, he just said they don't really give them a chance. Like they can't. Well, look at Nakamura. Nakamura barely speaks English. Yeah, and he has good storyline. Well, and that's because they they want to give them to him. It's the writers that decide who gets what. But um, we were going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about AJ Styles versus LA Knight and the main event, Randy Orton and Solo Sokoa. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Big fat nuts. Go ahead, Christian. <laughs> oh no, I just said big fat nuts. <laughs> Smack down. Yes, we are live. We are back. 
That's Christian. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. I wish I was high. I it's said like, big fat nuts. Oh, as we opened SmackDown. <laughs> because I was oh, eating this and it said nuts. So I said big fat big nuts. Big fat nuts. Well, I mean, it's especially with Mr. McMahon lately. I'm, I'm sort of like my mind's everywhere when, you, when I wow. hear that word. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get there later on. So, uh, no, yeah. Cool. Let's we'll get where Mr. McMahon defecating on people. Oh yeah, you heard about that? He supposedly was shitting on people. Vince, that's interesting. Yes. There's an accusation that he um defecated on someone during a threesome. Interesting. Vince, you are really weird. <laughs> um, so we get an interview with Carmelo Hayes. Back. That's the weirdest shit I've ever heard. It's so fucking weird. weird. Uh, Carmelo Hayes is, is talking, and then Austin Theory and Grayson Waller interrupt, and Hayes challenges Theory, and Waller accepts for him. So it looks like uh, Carmelo Hayes is going to be featured more on the main roster, which I don't like because he's got this whole thing with Trick Williams, but go ahead. Carmelo Hayes to me. Sorry, we didn't appear back up. Carmelo Hayes to me is very overrated. He's just like a lot of the fucking people. Right? Ricochet. Theory. He's just one of those young guys that will get lost when brought up. And that's why I like what he's doing in NXT. You know, with Trick and, you know, people that are on his level. People that he's worked with before have good matches. There's no way in hell he should be brought up before Braun Breaker. I'm sorry. Um, well, this was okay. They buried Triple H. Obviously, has a thing for or has a thing against Theory because when uh, Vince was, book, was booking him, he was on TV every week. Now he's getting his squashed. Yeah. So I wonder what's going on with that. I think the hype for Austin Theory the everyone was talking about i think that's i think that's over i agree when i first saw theory i was like oh he's gonna be the next door in next cena and uh I the agree way they you. were booking him Vince yeah. was booking him i thought yeah but now i agree with you he's kind of gone flatlined um we'll see what happens next week but back to this episode we have la knight versus aj styles up next some quick notes from the match. Styles hits a backbreaker and LA lands a power slam to get a two count. LA Knight slams AJ Styles onto the announce table and then Jimmy Uso walks out. AJ nails an enziguri to LA Knight and then Solo Sokoa shows up and nails LA Knight with a Samoan spike giving AJ Styles a DQ victory. After those, Solo tosses AJ into the steps and Solo also nails a Samoan spike to Styles. So then says two down, one to go, or in get out here now. So obviously, like I knew something's gonna happen during the Styles and LA Knight match. But yep. uh, what were your thoughts on the match, and who do you think is better, Knight or Styles? Who do I think's better? Oh my fucking god! Is that even a question? I I I know your answer, but I still have to ask it just because I mean these two guys are, are fighting pretty much to who's the bigger star. So what do you think? Well, I, I think like AJ Styles, Styles is fucking better, of course. But mm -hmm. AJ Styles is better. Um, yeah, LA Knight is overrated as fuck. 
AJ Styles is AJ fucking Styles. The phenomenal one, I know. No, but this was okay. I mean, well, I knew the Usha, one of them was going to get involved. Um, I think LA Knight, or excuse me, AJ and Solo will go one-on-one in the future. If Randy, if it's not Randy, I think it will be Solo. But it was okay, man. It just keeps making things slow. Sorry, what was that? I still, I just think AJ should have won clean by him. I agree. Uh, I was saying that um, this is hard because, like, AJ Styles is one of my favorites, but the past couple of years, you know, we haven't really, not on his end, but on WWE's booking end, we haven't really seen the grace that he can do. and yeah, I don't yeah. think they're doing any favors to either of these guys by booking a match just to have someone interfere when they're when AJ Styles is a top top guy for so long, and LA Knight is sort of new. But this makes Solo look good, and that's pretty much the whole point here. So we get our main event: Randy Orton versus Solo Sokoa here. Um, Solo slams Orton onto the announce table and tosses Orton into the ring steps. Orton nails a back suplex to Solo onto the announce table and a draping DDT. Just like the match prior, Jimmy Uso walks out, but this time LA Knight attacks Uso and AJ tosses Jimmy into the stage. And then Orton nails an RKO to Solo to get a three count. After the match, AJ, LA Knight, and Orton are on the ring. LA Knight hits AJ and then Orton nails an RKO to both AJ Styles and LA Knight standing tall. Roman Reigns shows up and nails Randy Orton with a Superman punch. Roman signs the contract and tosses it on the floor. Um, Roman goes for a spear but gets nailed with an RKO. And Orton leaves the last man standing here. Uh, What did you think of the match and Orton being it? Orton's the fucking GOAT. Yeah. Anytime they book Randy Orton to lose, I'm going to get pissed. Unless it's against Roman. Then I guess I, I I understand, but I mean yes, right man won. It's good for Solo. He's now had a match against Cena, or in soon to be Roman. Mm-hmm. Might be in the same ring as The Rock. I mean, he's he's getting there. Soon the betrayal is gonna come. I like Solo. He plays. His, I've always thought he's played his part pretty well. This was a good match. I agree with you. Um, I was just thinking as we're talking about this, you know, we're talking about how this fiddle four-way match isn't really what we wanted. I feel like what they could have done to possibly make it a little bit better is have it be elimination style. So then you do get Roman and Orton in that final. But unfortunately, we're just getting the basic fiddle four-way match. I do hope that with this momentum that Orton has that they don't forget about it during the match. Like if Orton doesn't, I think if Reigns wins here, I doubt we'll see this, but I do want to see him fight Orton in a single one-on-one match because Orton's momentum is up there with CM Punk. They debuted on the same night. um, And I think it will be silly of them to make Orton look unstoppable here just to have him. Yep. I agree. But with that, let me know your final thoughts on this episode of SmackDown. We're almost at the Royal Rumble. 
Um, what do you think? I think Vince McMahon's a weirdo. Yeah. Um, I think TNA is going to be great. I think AEW's been decent, and I think this is a great episode of Raw. So wrestling's eaten. It's been it's been good, man. There's been a lot happening going on, um, and for me, I. I thought this episode of SmackDown was okay, but I'm looking, I'm just waiting for all these episodes to pass so we can get to the Royal Rumble. I have no clue. Like, this is going to be hard for me this year because I have ideas on who I think is going to win, but I have no clue. So it's going to be hard. But with that, we're going to be covering Monday Night Raw and we're going to be talking um, a bit about Vince McMahon, that situation going on all over the news. And uh, this is the last Raw that we're going to be covering till the Royal Rumble. So until next time, stay safe and stay. And stay uncensored. Uncensored. That's right. And don't, well, you can eat. DNA. 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 You can eat big balls, but just make sure you don't do anything with Vince McMahon because then that will lead you into a situation. But, yes, we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.